The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Strike! Tell me something I don't know, Ump. Well, unlike that nasty curveball, there aren't any surprises when you finance your next car with Carvana. You get real terms personalized for you right in your strike zone. Really? Strike! How am I supposed to focus when you're telling me about Carvana? Well, Slugger, you gotta keep your eye on the ball. Just like you can keep an eye on your customized down and monthly car payments. I can customize those? He's out and on his way to finance his next car with Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Hello and welcome to episode 136, season 6, episode 12, of Two Miss P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P, and the other Mr. P. Welcome back, it is still January. Unbelievable. I know, longest month in human history. But we hope you're well, we hope you're doing alright, how are you doing Adam? Yeah, yeah, not too bad, um, yeah, just cracking on, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it, it's a tough month. It is. It is. It is a tough, tough month. But no, glad to glad to be recording. It's always a nice little respite from my own children. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it's always good to uh, yeah to get together, have a chat. Uh, but yeah, apart from that, I've not really got. I'm not offering anything. No. Um, I mean, I'll offer on the app as I always do. Uh, <laughs> tumbleweed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do you? Do uh, you? But no, no, it's all good. Like, well, yeah, works good. Just. Um, it's just it's just flappy in it at the minute. I feel like flappy. There's a lot of flaps. Uh, uh, that what? Sounds, no, as in like you know, flappy like. It's just people are like flapping, trying to fly, and it's they've not got the energy to fly. I don't know if that's the right. That is not flapping. Flapping's tired. when you like. If if I'm thinking it is flapping is like getting in a tiz about stuff. No, there's no You're flapping. Oh, mm, I thought it was like, like calm just down, just like... get on with it, stop flapping. Oh yeah, maybe. Right, well, anyway, maybe that, maybe that was the wrong term. Um, ignore the discussion of flaps in the workplace. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's just, you know what I mean, though? It's like, just the vibes, like, you know, I think February half term. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's just talk about February half term. Well, that's what everyone does, don't they? They just go into school every Monday and they're like, four weeks. Yeah, four weeks and, and that's not because they don't like the job or the children. Well, they do. Uh, not the children well no nah, it's 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 just yeah it's just a bit crazy in it at the minute yeah. and and i think like you always make the joke of like it's the 300th of january and all that and, and i know we do the same in september don't we like september's always a long one um but it's crazy i don't know i don't know september's doesn't feel as long as january and obviously people like i put up uh, like a little pic of you know tom hanks in castaway yeah and it was like when he's on the beach and he's grown a beard and he's just in like a little little leotard or whatever you call it. Yeah. And then he's just like, the school staff waiting for the January pay because <laughs> obviously you <laughs> get paid early. Um, could but, be anything that, couldn't it? Oh, yeah. Tom yeah. Hanks in Castaway could be it. You could go me trying to get to the end of a staff meeting. Yeah. Well, me trying with... to get a correct answer in class. What, when he's with Wilson? <laughs> yeah. No, just him, just <laughs> wasting away trying to get a correct answer. Um, but yeah, how are you? Tired. Uh, I've literally just got back from a three and a half hour drive from Newport. No, that's a terrible attempt. Oh, God. Newport. 
No. Oh, hey. oh he's just come back from Newport. <laughs> oh, really? No. Uh, wait, uh, new... Oh, God. I've, I've literally spent the last couple of weeks down in South Wales, but can I do? Um, so, yeah, I've had so one of my... how was it? In Newport. <laughs> Newport. New... Oh, God. Cardiff. Newport. Newport. No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're just losing it. You're going to do like... I keep seeing, right? So there's like, obviously people who can do really good accents and they've got quite a bit of following on. Uh, like this one guy, I don't know what his name is. I keep seeing his TikToks pop up and he'll basically have a list of places and he'll have a conversation and in every sentence he changes accent. Oh yeah. And it's good. And obviously he's a very talented guy, but I just thought maybe I should do one. With where yeah. where it's just dreadful accents. Yeah, well, go on. Because surely, a... surely uh, that's going to get more engagement because online people would rather like have a go at you than tell you. Yeah, yeah. Something. So, right, so, so let's take a classic school term. Right. right. So maybe one, two, three, eyes on me. Yeah. Right. Do it as a, I'll give you an easy one to start with. Right. Right. Do yeah. it as like a pure mank. Uh yeah, right. Oh, have I got to carry gotta, on? Yeah. No, you've got to do one, two, three eyes on oh, me. Oh, <laughs> one, two, three eyes on me. Oh, yeah, you're right. Terrible. Right, go on. <laughs> Scouts. Right. One, two, three eyes on me. <laughs> eyes on me. Yeah. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, Cockney. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three eyes on me. <laughs> Hello, mum. Um, what? One, two, three. Eyes on me. The one that the crowd are waiting for. Welsh. A <laughs> <laughs> um, one, two, three. Eyes on me. Oh, that was okay. I got it then. I got it. That was okay. Sometimes now do Newport. <laughs> now say Newport in the accent. Newport. Oh. <laughs> can't get it. Oh, we are. Uh, yeah. Um, Irish. One, two, three. Eyes on me. Oh, that- that's a, oh, the, the one, I two, three was me, good. Uh, let's go for American. Uh, whereabouts in America? Just, just, uh, just any American. Textbook. Uh, one, two, three, eyes on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Australian. Oh, one, two, three, mate. Put your eyes on me. Put your bloody eyes. Put, get um, those bloody eyes let's on. Let's go for uh, Brummy. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Eyes on me. <laughs> One, two, four. By the order of the Peaky Blinders. I always right. have to do that. Um, and then last one. Yeah. Um, let's go for... Ooh, There's I still want... a couple you've not done. Oh, okay. Well, we'll go for... Uh, well, Geordie then. I, oh, yeah. One, <laughs> one, two, three. Eyes on me. <laughs> oh, God. Um, South African. One, two, three. <laughs> uh, right, I think we just... I think, oh. yeah. But that, the reason I say that is because I, I had this Can thread... Can you the rest of the app in South Africa, please? <laughs> Don't know if I have the capacity. Um, right, so there was this great thread I found on Twitter. Like This is the educational podcast. We don't learn anything, but every so often you get a little gem. So this is from at well, he's at g underscore s underscore bogle b h o g a l. In 2022, I learned hundreds of useful concepts that improved my understanding of the world. Here are the ten best. I'm going to share this because I learned a lot from this thread. Number one, 
Solomon's paradox, right? We are better at solving other people's problems than our own because detachment yields objectivity. So if you are finding yourself, so we tend to be better at solving other people's problems you've than our own. You've said this. No, no, I've not you've read this. You've said this before. No, but you've said that before. However, well, yeah. yeah. Um, so if you are needing to solve a problem for yourself, it is better to view oneself in the third person as that yields the same detachment. So when you're trying to help yourself, imagine you're helping a friend. Right, next one, Cunningham's Law. The best way to get a right answer on the internet is not to ask a question, but to post the wrong answer because people are more interested in criticizing you than helping you, Right. which is what made me think I should do that accent mm. video. Next one, uh, Bonhoeffer's Theory of Stupidity. Evil can be guarded against. Stupidity cannot. And the world's few evil people have little power without the help of world the world's many stupid people. Therefore, stupidity is a far greater threat than evil. Fair. It's it, next one, Anatta, which I've since found out is a sort of Buddhist idea. There's nothing constant about a, p a person. Habits are picked up and dropped. Beliefs asserted and refuted. Dreams forged and shatters shattered. Passions ignited and extinguished. The, w the self is a work in progress being constantly rewritten, and yet we're all judged as if we're final. Yeah, that, well, that, that's, that's just a that little bit cancel obvious, culture, though, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. Next one, Gibson's Law. For every PhD, there is an equal and opposite PhD. In courtroom trials and political debates, anyone can find a subject matter expert who supports their view because having a PhD doesn't make someone right. It often just makes them more skilled at being wrong. Sounds like they've got an issue with someone with a PhD. <laughs> yeah. Surrogate activities. The more we eliminate struggles from our lives, the more we create artificial struggles. Sports, video games, Twitter culture wars, because the mind wants peace, but needs conflict. Well, that's oh. like, that's just like marriage, isn't it? Is it? Well, you just like, you, you want to you wanna be that, you know, you want to be that like Hollywood lovey-dovey all the time but then when you when you don't straighten the bath mat oh yeah, yeah. it's curtains <laughs> <laughs> sod's law <laughs> uh next one shirky principle to ensure survival institutions will try to preserve the problem to which they are the solution for example arms manufacturers lobby politicians to push for new wars and light bulb manufacturers deliberately make their bulbs short-lived so you buy buy them more often well, yeah, that you could say That's that for like. Um, look at McDonald's drinks; you can pour a medium into a large cup. Yep, true. Mm -hmm. Do that with like Costa coffee as well. Yeah. Uh, Babel hypothesis: According to multiple studies, what best predicts whether someone becomes a leader? Is it their experience, their IQ? Nope, it's the amount of time they spend talking. It doesn't even matter what they say; just how much they say it. We suck at picking leaders. Well. Again. Evidence speaks for itself. Yeah. Uh, last couple then. Noble cause corruption. The greatest evils come not from those seeking to do bad, but from those seeking to do good and believe in the ends justify the means. Ironically, few things justify the immoral treatment of others more than the belief that you are more moral than them. And then last one. Consuming online... It's called noise bottlenecks. Consuming online content makes us feel like we're learning, but 90% of the content is useless junk. Small talk, clickbait, marketing, which crowds our actual info from our minds. As such, we feel we're getting smarter 
as we're getting stupider. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like you know, I'm still relatively new to TikTok. Obviously, at Podcast Parky, I am on there now, um, and I and I just like scroll, you know, when I'm on the loo or whatever. And I, there's so many like amazing recipes I've seen. Yeah, uh, like done on the in the air fryer, and I've got an air fryer now in yeah. the new house. And I keep saying like, oh, I could do that well easily. I could do that well easily. Saying to Kim. Honestly, some of this air fryer stuff's amazing. Thinking like I'm an amazing air fryer cook. Haven't turned it on yet. No, air fryers are, are the dog's bees. Air fryers are the best thing to come out of 2022, I'd say. I love 20, them. What, 2022, is that when they Well, came I got out? mine out. That's oh, right. when I got mine. Right. Yeah. Um, but then when I shared those laws on TikTok, the best comment, because someone then said, because I shared these on TikTok, someone then said, you've forgotten Cole's law, shredded cabbage and mayonnaise. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Which is brilliant. Oh, um, so yeah, there you go. You've learned something. Some of those I think are really good. Um, the only thing people are taking from that last five minutes of spiel from you is how shocking your South African accent was. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. But yeah, so I've been down in Newport doing my cluster training. So usually. Schools will put me in for an inset day and I have the whole staff there for the training. But what I also do sometimes is cluster training where groups of schools can put me in over a period of days and so I can do different year groups on each day. So the one I've been doing, I've, I've been doing one in Bradford at the minute and that's been over seven days, so a year group each day and we've had like 10 schools on that. And then the one down in Newport, we've done it over four days, so like EYFS, Key Stage 1, Key Stage, uh, Lower Key Stage 2, Upper Key Stage 2. And it, and I've not done an awful lot of work down in Wales. I, I was doing quite a bit pre-pandemic. And since the pandemic, I've not really been down. But the difference, there are some massive differences, uh, especially with what I do around technology. So in Wales, they are, I feel from what I've seen, so much further ahead in utilising and embracing technology more than England. All right, okay. Right? Um and obviously we've all got similar you know similar issues around budgets and funding but the fact that in wales they've got a labor government and their labor government has brought in a new curriculum that has a sort of digital literacy framework just and sometimes just so jealous of teachers who are getting to use that curriculum so i keep moaning about stuff and then what i keep saying to these welsh teachers is look if you ever think it's you know bad and it is challenging teaching no matter where you're doing it. But if you think it's bad in Wales, just always count yourself lucky. It could be worse. could be teaching in England. Yeah, you could get a job in Wales, but they wouldn't appreciate the accent. No, I couldn't teach Welsh. <laughs> could not teach Welsh. Um, so, yeah, so that's been interesting. And, and I always remember it reminded me when I was last down in Wales or last down in New, Newport. Newport. Oh. Anyway, and I was at a school and I used to always ask that question. So when I do a little rant about sort of like workload and well-being uh, and I go on about how we've been banging on about workload for years and da, da 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 And I always say, but has anything changed? Nothing ever changes. I mean, if I ask you guys, is your work, despite all these Ofsted reduction tool, workload reduction toolkits and you know, everyone talking about well-being and teachers probably being on like the fifth well-being questionnaire. You know, do you think that anything's got better? Has your workload got any better? And the only time anyone's put their hands up when I've asked that question was in Newport where two people put their hands up. And I said, 
oh my, this is this is weird. This is the first time anyone's ever admitted that the workloads got easier. Can I <laughs> can I go toilet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can I ask why? And they both turned around and went, oh, we used to work at an English school, and now we work at a Welsh school. Uh, as the Spanish would say, la diferencia. Yeah. So obviously the big big news it happened again, right? We recorded last week's episode on Monday, and if you remember, I was sort of mentioning the update on strikes. And then literally, as we were recording that episode, the news broke that the NEU are going to strike, right? So uh, the NEU passed the threshold. I think it was like a 53% turnout. And again, nine out of 10 teachers voted for strike action. So that's going to be happening. I'm sure you've seen the news. And I'm sure, well, I hope you didn't make the mistake that I've made. And I know a lot of teachers have made that when that news was all over, BBC, Sky News, wherever, you made the mistake of reading the comments. The comment uh, right. section, right? So I you, thought... You've got to practice what you preach. You don't usually do stuff like that. Oh, well, no, it's, not, it's not an attack on you, though, is it? I've not... I've No, I've not... I didn't. I just got messaged about it and, you know... And obviously, I've made a couple of videos about it, and people will comment on that. Uh, and it's and it, what's good is if people, if someone comes onto one of my posts and sort of says, I don't, "I'm not going to say it because we're going to play a little game," but um, people then just jump on. Yeah. So I don't have to ever engage. It's like brave art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an onslaught. People, you, know, you may good. abuse Mister P for a while, <laughs> yeah, but you'll never take. Um, so what nice I, accents. <laughs> yeah. So what I thought we could play is a little bit of like, uh, sort of comment, like teacher strike in the news comment, like tennis troll all dare. Yeah. So it's like I'll say one that you always see, then you'll say a typical trope. Okay. And we go back and forth. Until we can know a lot. So these okay. are clueless, ridiculous comments made from people who have never worked a day in their life, get their understanding of what teaching is actually like from the Daily Mail and the Sun, which tells you everything you need to know about these sort of people. But it's the sort of tropes. And what before we play this little game, what I make it clear, you should never listen to these people because they're just spouting the same sort of crap. Um, and it's not what the majority of people think. The vast majority of people support teachers in the strikes. They understand the conditions, the system that we're working on, working in, and how that needs to change. But you will. But it's that sort of thing that the people who say the most ridiculous and audacious things seems to then get the most engaged. You know, the most, mm -hmm. the biggest platform. So uh, I'll start off okay. with with a nice and easy one. Uh, can't be that hard when you only work from nine till three. Okay, yeah, that is an absolute go-to for morons. It, yeah, it's the it's the goat comment. I it feel. is. Um, I'll go for. Well, you get loads of holidays. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah textbook. Uh, I'll reply with. Uh, I mean, you didn't do anything during lockdown. All the schools were closed. It's a new addition. I mean, I feel like making tennis noises while we're doing it, so I'll <laughs> yeah. reply with. Ah! <laughs> I'll reply with how hard can it be just playing games with kids all day Ooh. Um, well if you're going on these strikes I hope you get fined the way that I got fined when I took Jimmy on a holiday during term time oh. a volley. that was a volley that. yeah I'm coming to the net <laughs> coming to the net and I'm gonna hit you with a little bit of an overhand 
of those that can't oh. teach. <laughs> it's not even. That's what they say. Those who can't. That's not even the same. Those that can't do. Yeah. Th- teach. Th- those who can do. Those who can't teach. Oh, right. right. That is right. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to hit you straight back. You're loving the it. Net. You're I'm, loving it. I'm loving it over you with. Um, teachers know they're not in it for the income. They're in it for the outcome. Oh, that is ill. <laughs> <laughs> I will try and hit it back over um, with just get another job than if you're not happy. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one, isn't it? That, they yeah, they yeah. always say that. Um, but you've already had a 5% pay rise. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> I've taken you to the line. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> Dears. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what's the other one. I must be missing one here. Um, oh, something like uh, something like uh, it'll be the it'll be the kids that suffer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ah! <laughs> You're not thinking about the kids, you lazy woke teachers. <laughs> That's the great game sets <laughs> and match. Oh god, yeah, it's pathetic and it's such. I mean, we've spoke. I mean, I say we, you, you mostly, but even even just doing this podcast and becoming, because obviously before we started this podcast, I was just a happy-go-lucky TA. Yeah, you know, going about my business. Now I'm I'm a lot more invested in things like that, and obviously my wife being a teacher, and um, you know, and having you know all the listeners and the group and the Instagram and all that kind of jazz. You hear so much stuff, and um, you just think like the teacher bashing that happens or school staff bashing in, in yeah. general is so ridiculous. And you always think like some of the stuff, some of the stories that we've spoken about in the past couple of years, you know, all the classics, all the poo I'm thinking, yeah. all of the, the, the diabolical head teachers and all the stuff that people have had to put with one parent complaints, parent complaints. One that springs to mind was that, do you ever remember that one where, cause it's icy at the minute. So it's kind of, you know, it's uh, tis the season yeah. where that woman walked out of a house, slipped on black ice and like fractured a leg yeah, and then crawled inside to her fiance or whatever. And was just like, I've broke my leg. Like you need to ring my school, tell them that I need to go to A&E. And then the fiance rang the head and the head was just like, before you go to A&E, can you just get miss to email the planning to us? Do you know what I don't get about this? Right. (laughs) Is, because it is, it is that sort of thing in teaching where if you're sick, it's actually most of the time easier to still come into school sick than to be off because you've then got to leave plans, you've got to email, you've got to sort this out. And I don't understand it because obviously if it's a sustained period of absence, then fair enough. But if it's a day and you get a supply teacher in, in my experience, and this is nothing against supply teachers because again... You step up, you come into environments you've never known, you're asked to work within systems you've never, you're not familiar with. But whenever I've had to leave a, a, a day of planning to a supply teacher, what always happens the next day is what? So I have a day, I'm feeling ill, I've like got the you've flu. You've got a mountain of marking to do. No, no, no. Uh, it wasn't taught right. Yeah, you end up just teaching it again anyway. Because that supply teacher don't doesn't know where you're up to, 
right? Even though you tell them, they don't know your class. Plus, there's they so don't... many different methods of things now. Yeah. You know, like if you leave maths and you're saying, right, we're doing division, is is that supply catching the bus at the bus stop? No. Or are no, they doing, that's... you know, yeah, I, I, I get that. So I Shout don't, underst- supplies, I don't understand why supplies, I mean, it happens so often that towards the end when I was full-time, if I did have supply cover, I'd always just say, I'll do your own thing for a day. If you can just read and maybe, you know... Comprehension, yeah, things like that. Just that a just... one-off lesson. Yeah, yeah. Which just keeps them going for when I'm back so I can pick up exactly where I've got, rather than me being ill, trying to plan and put things in place, which then doesn't get taught the way that I want it to be taught anyway. So then when I am back in school, it doubles the work because I've got to redo it all. And, it's just... and a fine way of looking at it is, have you ever seen a poorly dog chase its tail? <laughs> It's a grim sight. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you're doing to these poor folk. But yeah, so uh, obviously we predicted this when we talked about strikes before Christmas. We'd say we'd get vilified in, in the media and there'd be all this negativity. But here's the thing. You just can't take these people. If you've not stepped foot in a classroom, you cannot comment on it. It's as simple as that. And I think this is one of the main reasons why we're striking. But uh, the analogy I'm going to use about these people is it would be like right taking people's opinion on teaching if they never stepped foot in a classroom is the same as asking me or asking you to be a judge on master chef mm-hmm. right because we've been in a restaurant once yeah yeah we've eaten in a restaurant once i'm not gonna lie that would be <laughs> great view wouldn't it when someone's just making some really nice dish and i'll just be like Sorry, mate. Where, where's your George Foreman? Yeah, yeah. Um, that looks a little bit easy there. You know, yeah. can't be that hard, that, can it? That portion's never going to film it. <laughs> Medium rare. Can't be that hard, can it? Um, but that's probably what it's like. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet it's dead easy to do a buttery biscuit base. <laughs> yeah. um, what, you making gravy? What, just granules in a kettle? <laughs> yeah. God. So we've never stepped foot in a, a, a restaurant kitchen. We've never seen the process. We've never touched a pan. But oh yeah, we'll, we'll pass comment on how these chefs should do their job. It's ridiculous. So try not to um, take too much of it on, on board. But what is interesting about the strikes is people's reason for doing it. Now, what's really upsetting is obviously the support staff ballot didn't reach the threshold so unfortunately as a profession we can't have all of us together it is just going to be teaching staff and as we always say on this podcast and if you do follow me on social media whenever I talk about teachers that includes school staff right support staff yeah support staff LSAs TAs we know how important your job is if it was up to to us if we were at sex um we would absolutely increase pay and do whatever we can to adequately, you know, uh, pay for. And because I know that support staff did get a pay rise recently, but again, that came out of school's budget. So what actually what happened in some schools was some TAs got paid more and then others were sort of lay, lay you know, uh, lay off. laid off, which is just ridiculous. So solidarity we you know i see this as everyone moving forward but what was interesting on my viva la forever young it is though because in the media whenever it mentions the strikes um it's all about pay right and and don't get me wrong for everyone at the minute with the cost of living crisis absolutely pay is important and obviously for me uh with my business obviously that that isn't the most important thing for me 
Um, obviously, I want everyone else to be paid adequately as well. But for me, I, I'm in a slightly different position because I'm only part-time teaching and then doing the business side of things. But I put it on my Instagram story yesterday saying, what is the main reason that you're striking? And I only gave three options. And the options were pay, workload, or just general lack of funding in education. Now, 13.4 thousand people voted. Solid. Right? Which is 13,400 people more than who voted for our current prime minister. I'm not going to go on about that. (laughs) Just before you do, though, £100 fine for no seatbelt. Oh, prime minister who has been given two fixed penalties. And do you know why he didn't wear a seatbelt? Because he's a knob. Because he needs a booster seat. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because he's a very small man. Um, Thanks, Phil. Yeah, but that's what someone said. It's like he's not worn a seatbelt because it'll make him look really small. Yeah, yeah. Little, little rich. Like uh, Captain America. <laughs> you know, when he's, when he's yeah, small gets, Steve yeah, Rogers. Yeah. So, um, can you guess what came out on top? I'll let you guess. What I'm going to go for workload. Workload, correct. 45% of the vote. Closely followed by funding. Lack of funding generally in education, which is 42%. And pay, which only got 13%. Mm. Now, I think there are, and, and loads of people messaging me saying uh, all three, absolutely all three, but I said if you had to choose one. And I think pay is obviously really important given the everything that's going on with the cost of living crisis and being able to make sure we keep up with inflation, which should be, uh, you know, I hate to use the phrase, non-negotiable for public sector workers. <gasps> yeah, but it's interesting that for more for people, it's more about workload and the funding, and I think they link. I think because there's such a lack of funding education, which has year on year got worse, where school staff are expected to do more with less, has obviously increased workload, which makes the pay an issue because we're working harder than we've ever been before, yet being paid mm. the least as far as real terms, you know, the real terms as- aspect of it. Um, and I've made a couple of videos about the whole strikes and stuff and how I think the government... You know, what? let's go back to what we were saying there. That one, because I saw a TikTok where someone, this mum got on and she was like, what is it with these strikes? Why can't they? She first of all said, why can't you take the strikes in the holidays? Which was funny because teachers don't get paid for the holidays, so won't make a difference. Um, then she went on to say, why are they not getting fined? Because if I take my child out, I get fined. Teachers aren't the ones making that decision. <laughs> This is yeah. it. You know, um, I'm sure you've had stories where parents are kicking off because they get fined thinking that it's the teacher. Like like the teacher's going, all right, we'll fine here. This will be my beer yeah. money for the weekend. What do you mean Jimmy's gone to Lanzarote? Give me 50. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's nothing to do with teachers or schools. That is a government decision passed down onto the local council that is then done through the school. But like with all these other issues, like if you're a teacher who, or if you're a parent who's fed up because your child can't get the right support or the right assessment for send provision, that won't be the school's fault. That teachers will be doing everything they can, but the funding isn't there because of the government, right? So I just wish as much effort and uh, account, or, you know, sort of blame would be put on the government when they didn't bother paying for free school meals or stop the free school meals or all these other things, you know, Nadim Sawali just not paying his tax bill. Oh, well, you know, one rule for one rule for the other. But yet teachers go on strike, NHS staff go on strike and people are up in arms. Put your energy into the right 
places because you've got a government that just simply do not care. Right. And scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, just to yeah. change. I know I know you're Aggie. No, uh, no. No, I, and I, rightfully I... so. And, and the thing is, you know, we... And I think people appreciate hearing your view on it, obviously. Um, well, the we, podcast we, we has are... a platform. Exactly. And with, we're with all... great... With great power comes platforms great come great yeah. responsibility. Um, no, and we're we're completely with you, and we hope that um, we. You know, we've... Who are you? Who's we? Listen, you said school staff were part of when you. <laughs> oh, are right. you going back on what you said there? Bro? Well, I thought what I say is our united. No, it front... is. No, of course it is. But what I'm saying, I'm just, I'm just kind of ending it before we get onto the bants <laughs> by saying like, you know, we hope everyone's okay yeah. and and keep your head up and things. They can only go up, can't they? That's the classic. Yeah, and things, you know, as if, as what is it? D Ream would say, "I said things." Yeah. And obviously, completely understand people's stance on the strikes. Like, if you don't feel that you can take um, the financial implications of striking, that's absolutely you know, there's no judgment for. It. I know it's, but you've got, you know, ultimately, if teachers are in that position where they can't do it, is that not? blatantly obvious that we need to to strike That's but yeah right so uh let's move on let's well, get some stories yeah i've got just a couple of little stories that i got sent and then i have got some gold right thanks to facebook <laughs> gold facebook statuses and comments but before that i got a couple of messages uh evening i need to tell you my funny story from today in year two geography, we were talking about whales migrating from cold and hot countries. Yeah. We used the key on the map to help us. Blue indicated the feeding grounds. Pink showed the breeding grounds. Child A, what's breeding? Teacher, where the whales go to make and have their babies. Child B, oh, I've seen that on a video. Humans do that too. Do you do it, miss? <laughs> Speechless was my initial response before swiftly what, moving on. Speechless. <laughs> I do, but I don't say anything. Speechless was my initial response before moving swiftly on. She's six. <laughs> and then this it, this story didn't tickle me because it's uh She's sick or she's sick. She's sick. She's sick. <laughs> she's sick. Um once I was called to cover a reception class during their lunch break. Two pupils came to me with big smiles on their faces. Both had daisies from the lawn in their hair and even wound around their glasses frames. <laughs> That's a mouthful, mouthful yeah. <laughs> they were getting married and were inviting me to their wedding. Oh, nice. Lovely. I'm sad to report it didn't last long. <laughs> a few months later, I looked after this class again and the groom was planning on marrying another, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure was the... Ch- <laughs> So, performing the ceremony was the child he'd previously married in his other nuptials. And his name was Boris. Um, Do you know how you said there, like, you got the call to cover reception? Mm. Right. You get the call to cover a class. Which year group makes you go, oh. Oh, that's tough. I, I mean, I, I've, I've always been an open book on this. I prefer the older ones. Yeah. Uh, you know, nursery would probably be my my yeah. toughie. Only because, right? My issue is this, and I love I love the nursery. I love the kids because they're so innocent and they're still so cute. Is I'm worried about that because I'm so I'm such a big guy. I, I, the the classroom is not made 
for someone my size and I yeah, feel yeah. like I'm knocking into everything. I'm knocking, I don't want to knock any children over. You know, they're right in the, they're right at the angle to, to you know, cause some serious damage to the yeah. old peas in the pod. Yeah. Um, what about you? I'd probably, yeah, I, I, nothing but respect for early years. Oh, but, nothing. Yeah, it's, but. it's not, it's, yeah, it'd probably be nursery or reception. And again, it's just, they're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they're everywhere man <laughs> and it just it, yeah just it is it is just an accident waiting to happen and it's the fact that when you go into these eyfs classrooms just everything's so low yeah so you cons you either come out with really bad neck ache because you're just bending down mm. like backache or you literally decapitate yourself like you'll be with a child on a table you'll turn around and bang yeah. washing line yeah, just yeah. taking you out. Yeah, just absolutely. And then you get home and take your your work attire off, and there's glue on the back of your leg. Is it like, glue? <laughs> is it glue? It could be. Is anything. it snot? Yeah. From the yeah. Could yeah. be anything. Anyway, so these uh, obviously a couple of weeks ago we shared with you that hilarious Facebook thread about the the deceased cat that the guy yeah. you know. Thought like this, this book cat. Yeah, like, no, like this, this book, book dog one. Oh no, no, like this book. Like cat, this book it? cat. So, such a funny clip. If you've not seen it, check it on the socials. So I had a look, and I found some, um, just some funny Facebook statuses and people's comments on it. So first one, uh, Garcia put long day. Jesus make thing. Jesus makes things so hard on me. Then Beth said, "Doesn't he? But it's for the best. Just keep him in your heart and keep praying, girl." It will get better. Jesus works in mysterious ways. And Garcia replied, Beth, Jesus is my 14-year-old son. He's been suspended from school for punching a janitor again. <laughs> punching a janitor a again. Jan- again? What's the janitor done? Uh, Matthew, my teacher is so dumb. He thought the sun was a star. <laughs> Ali put, um, that's because it is. Matthew put, no, it's not. A sun is a sun and a star is a star. <laughs> saying that a sun is a star is the same thing as saying a tomato is a fruit. It's not right. It's wrong. <laughs> Surely can't be real. Alexander, just finished eating raw chicken breast. No sweat. Looks like someone owes me 20 pounds. <laughs> Comment. Twenty pounds or dollars? Twenty dollars. Right, there we go. That's 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 just gotta clarify that, yeah. Kale replied, You're gonna die, dude. <laughs> gonna die, dude. Salmonella for sure. Alexander replied, I ate chicken, not salmon, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the last we heard from what was yeah. it called? Kyle. Uh, Alexander. Alexander. I love that status. Just finished eating raw chicken breast. No sweat. Or oh, there will be. <laughs> yeah, there, there will certainly be. will be. Um, we'll call him Craig. Saw the dumbest. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I think I thought a Big Brother one. <laughs> Craig. Uh, saw the dumbest elevator today. It had a button for the floor I was already on. <laughs> and someone put, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> oh god. Um, Jennifer, how did people know what roads to take before Google Maps was made? And then Helen said, they used maps. <laughs> and then Jennifer said, what? No, I said before Google Maps. <laughs> um, 
this one. Oh my god! So, I don't like dolphins anymore. Squirrels are my new favourite reptile. So cute! <laughs> then someone put, neither a dolphin nor a squirrel is a reptile. And then... <laughs> This last one. In all of <laughs> In all of God's creations, only human beings kill their own species. And someone put that's not even close to true. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, they made me laugh so much. I I saw one where someone put a Facebook status saying, Scrap outside part and school on grass if anyone wants it. And then Derek you're a fully grown man offering people for a scrap outside of school. Get get an effing grip and keep off the drink. And then Rob replied, what the eff are you on about, you effing muppet? Scrap metal. <laughs> <laughs> you effing keyboard warrior. Cheers, <laughs> Derek. I've got one more text message from an unknown number. Do you want beef tonight at six? <laughs> the reply... What the hell? Who's this? Don't text me saying rubbish like that, trying to be a big man, when your number isn't even saved in my phone, so you clearly don't know me. <laughs> it's Grandma. I have a new phone. <laughs> uh, you've got to love it. You have got to love it. Uh, keep it on the feet. So I'm just going to go through some stories. We've got loads of stories to catch up on. And as always... Head over to the website, twomrpspodcast.com, where you can share your stories. And of course, if you are coming along to one of our next uh, tour shows, which are going to be happening October 2023, um, tickets are available for all the shows. So please do um, join us for what will be a really fun night. And what we're going to do is we're going to obviously share some of your stories as part of the show. The tour show is called Show and Tell. So in the tell part is where we're going to be sharing your story. So if you do go over to the website, <laughs> you can choose which show you want to come, you're going to come to, and then that lets us know, and then we might save those stories for those shows. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, go get and get juicy. your tickets. Get juicy. Anything, it'll be, an- it'll be anonymous, and obviously we'll see if if you are there, well, if you want to admit to it, you can. Yeah, if, you if, don't, you've you to, if you've had yeah. a few tipples with the old crew, you might be like, that was me. And, and it can like, just be anything. If it's going to get, if it makes us laugh, whether it's school related or not, you can, you, you know. So, uh, my husband was convinced Dot Cotton from EastEnders was Doc Cotton. He was confused why a doctor ran a laundrette. <laughs> Plus, why would a doctor be smoking that many cigs? <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> um, a child came into school and asked a member of staff if they liked his new hearing aid. Turns out it was a cock ring that he'd found in his dad's drawer. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> uh, say what? Um, it was ret- I, love how, I love how just like intense that was. Like, yeah. you know, do you like Dead Innocent? Do you like my hearing aid? It was a cock ring. <laughs> no, he, he didn't say it was. No, I know, but like oh, right. the way the story Oh, the way I in, said it. Yeah, right, no, yeah. it's in like just a story in general. Just like, a boy asked me if uh, he liked my hearing aid. And I was thinking, oh, what a, you know, poor lad. <laughs> And then he was like, it was a cock ring. <laughs> it was a cock ring he'd found in his dad's drawer. It was returned to dad at the end of the day in a sealed envelope. But dad's just like, oh, wonder what this is. <laughs> Jesus. Is that changed from the uh, <laughs> lunch money I gave you today? 
But he's, I bet he's told the son. I bet the son's found it at home and the, and the dad's gone. Oh, that's just my hearing aid. <laughs> yeah. What's that, son? <laughs> uh, yeah, just my uh, my hearing aid. Um, in a year nine science, in year nine science, a group of boys in my class were revising for their exams and helping each other. I overheard him say, it's really simple how we see. The pupil there is connected to your uterus, which takes in the pictures to tell the brain, shortly followed by, ah, I thought my uterus was connected to my uranus. <laughs> to which another student got involved and said, no, no, it's all wrong. At this point, I'm so excited to hear him correct his friends. We aren't studying the eyes, so it won't be on the test. It's all about the digestive system that ends at, our, at Uranus. Before it gets to the uterus, it swims through our umbilical cord, which some can get out of your belly button if you're not careful. This is the point I step in and say, none of you are right. Only women have a uterus and they are far from your eye. Your umbilical cord is cut when you're a baby, so no food is being removed from your belly button. Interruption. Miss, I've seen the food come out of my belly button before. It sometimes sit, sits there whole. At which point, I should just say, at which point, I decided to retire. <laughs> um, at which point, I turned to the science teacher and congratulated them on all their amazing work this year. <laughs> Imagine that. Passing that class on. How are they in science? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so many misconceptions. <laughs> it's so like many. that Billy Madison clip. Like that teacher just like, we are all now dumber, <laughs> having to, having had to listen to what you have just said. Um, I asked what was the funniest thing you've confiscated from a child. A front doorbell. <laughs> he said he'd brought it in so he could use it instead of putting his hand up. <laughs> that's brilliant that is absolutely brilliant this if you were in class going right okay who knows the answer to number seven ding ding it's like what ding, the ding, hell ding 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 yeah go on can i go toilet <laughs> um the week after i confiscated i confiscated a salt pot from the same child, which he'd brought in as it was Fishy Friday. And he wanted that sweet, sweet seasoning. <laughs> he sounds like a right character. Yeah, that's class, that. So is he just salt baying in, in the dinner hall? Just like... On his fish his, fingers. I love that, bringing his own salt in. Fair play. I imagine just... I don't imagine a kid, though, just like... And it's... I don't know what day it is. Fish finger day or whatever. And then you're just like, what have you got there? And it's just like a bottle of Frank's red hot sauce. Just like, <laughs> I like a bit of kick me. I'd be like, fair play to you. Give uh, me some it, of it. it. Bringing out a little napkin <laughs> in his school jumper. Pulls out a lemon. Lemon zest. And then he brings out some tartar sauce. Yeah. Pours himself a glass of wine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Swills it around. Little sniff. Uh, right. As a student teacher, I was teaching the play version of Dracula to a year eight class. They had to make these leaflets, which were how to vanquish a vampire guides as if they were Van Helsing with the promise that I would display the work on the classroom wall. These year eight students clearly put a lot of time and effort into lovingly making these guides, drawing pictures and coloring them in. And some of them were amazingly creative because they really wanted their work on the wall. 
I took them home to look and decided it would be a good idea to have a glass of red wine while I looked over them. And of course, I knocked the entire glass all over the work. Out of 30 pieces, two or three of them didn't have red wine stains. But I, I'm thinking, would that just add to it? Yeah, Dracula, yeah, yeah, guys. Exactly, yeah. Surely that's where it's going. If anything, you've enhanced the yeah. project. I tried my best to let them dry out, placing them over the all over the floor of my bedroom, but there could be no ma- mistake in the stains. I considered testing the throw white wine onto the red stains <laughs> to I'm, see I, if it would help. I, you know, I love that teacher's going like, oh no, my carpet. Oh, thank God, it's just the children's work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, they're hard work. Thank God, it's not my carpet. <laughs> Just spilling it on your carpet, then grabbing it to wipe it up. <laughs> I haven't got anything. Oh yeah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, um, to see if it would help. And I thought about trying to pretend I'd thrown red liquid over them to pass it off as fake blood go. to go with the Dracula there theme. Go. There we go. Initiative. Before realizing there was nothing else to do but throw all the work away. <laughs> Right, I'm out of options here. <laughs> They've got to go. <laughs> to be fair, though, red wine stinks. And if you were to bring it back into school, they wouldn't be like, you know, it's bad. They'd just be like, I don't know. I think you'd get away with that. <laughs> I just... think you'd get away with it. Would you not? I'd get... You would. What year? Year eight? <sighs> yeah, it depends. But you could easily just say, well, I was looking at the display and I thought, to really bring it yeah. to life. Some blood stains. Or I'd just go, these three were the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the three that had nothing on them. Everyone else's was trash. Uh, these three were fantastic. When One I was asked... it's not done the date, and I'm like, oh, it's an empty page. No, I thought you did really well. You tried yeah. really hard. Um, when I was asked by the kids, when I was putting their work up, I just passed it off with a couple of very soon comments and never <laughs> mentioned them again. <laughs> Very soon. <laughs> Miss when some things went up. Uh, should be with you soon. Uh, the lessons I learned from this experience were twofold. Number one, when consuming liquids around student work, make sure they're in a flask or a bottle. And two, never take students' work home. Did she just say what she learned was drink the wine out the bottle? That's <laughs> why yeah. so you have lids on your mugs. Um, I, I, I think you'd have got away with that. Yeah, probably. By student teacher, though. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, it's always the, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, if you had that, that an SLT member in high school that came round, it's like, I can smell a fresh Chianti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I've been doing isolation with nearly the same student every day. There were there were no other members of staff available that had quite a good, uh, quite as good as bond with the pupil as I did. By the end of the fourth day, I literally fell asleep looking out the window. <laughs> no one had a bond with the child the way I did. It but shans- by God, if I was in his company, I was fast asleep. It sounds like a fantastic bond. <laughs> <laughs> the isolated pupil did not notice. This sounds like a great bond. Shake her. Don't stir her. <laughs> But my former class out on the playground saw and thought it was funny. <laughs> she should have gone, Sean. Gone, she? I'm really sorry about that. I can only blame myself. 
<laughs> Luckily, I was only asleep for a couple of minutes as their laughter woke me up. Nodded off. <laughs> Nodded off. <laughs> that, that initial like, yeah, it would have been, would have been horrendous. There's nothing worse, is there, where you like, where you are asleep or dozing and you just go like. Yeah. Um, I, I've had it before where people fall asleep in my training. Oh, yeah. Well. And the funniest thing is, is doing something to try and make them wake up and be shocked. So, like, at this, there was... Helicopter! <laughs> yeah. There was one where, like, I finished the training, so everyone started clapping. And then that, like, proper got them. And then they just sort of... And then carried on clapping. Oh, right. I was... I, I, the only time... We went to this, like, museum, and we went into this, like... Um, I don't know if I've ever said this before. We went into this, like room where the whole sky went to stars and it was talking you through so it's like an immersive room yeah and i was lay there and i was i remember so tired it was when when um max was dead young and i was like and i think we all had glasses on i think and i just was like and i could just feel myself i was so comfy and i was just i knew i went <laughs> and then i heard someone go like sir and i went yeah and then they were just like, you were asleep. And I was like, no one, no one. I was just resting my eyes. Sucking up the drool. Do you, no have, one. do you ever have that where you, I don't know if we've spoken about this before, but you know when you zone out, so like you just start thinking about something and your eyes just focus on a point. Oh, yeah. And you just completely zone out. Yeah, yeah. And then the kids clock onto that. Yeah. That's funny because then you see them and they're all like, yeah. Mr. B, looks like a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's just my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. It was summer term last year, and I've been. Uh... <laughs> okay, it's an injury. This it's a, it's a bad one. It's a bad one. Summer term last year, and I've been asked to help out with the year six bubble ahead of me starting my NQT year the following September. I was only a couple of days in, and it was playtime. Some of the boys wanted to play football, but there wasn't enough of them, so I decided to show them how to play Warley. Oh, nice. What a game. Great game. Great game. I decided to join in and booted the football at the wall. <laughs> As my foot hit the ball, my knee cracked, partially dislocating. I was on my own and knew no other teaching staff. I had done, a couple, <laughs> done this a couple of times before. So I hobbled over to bench, to the bench, trying to play it cool in front of the children. <laughs> With your leg hanging off. Do you know what makes me laugh about that is? How rusty must you have to be to be like, right, kids, I'm going to introduce you to the game. It's called Wally. You kick the ball against the wall. I'll show you. Bang! Ah! I spent the rest of the day in agony and wheeling around on a wheeling chair so I didn't have to walk. Let's just say I didn't try to show off my football skills again. You can't really show off at Wally. I mean, you're literally kicking a ball at a wall and you got injured. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Right. Uh, please do a feature on Mr. P's advice. In my fourth year of teaching, and I'm yet to work in a year group where all the staff are competent and good at their job. <laughs> Some of them are amazing, but they've always been one. It says, not bad. Currently working with an NQT who is known in the school from his TA days as being particularly difficult to work with. And honestly, don't know how to deal with him. Any advice on working with an asshole would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> Well, I've been doing this podcast for four years and I've had to put up with one asshole. <laughs> In fact, it's not they're not talking about you here, are they? I'm currently working with someone who is from his TA days, particularly difficult to work. Um, advice there, Adam? Um, I just, I just, I don't, I don't know if you want my honest opinion. 
they sound like the asshole. <laughs> like, that's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying that guy who is a TA, who's now a teacher. If you haven't... Do you know what I always think, right? Is I would much prefer just open, honest. Like, I don't yeah. like the little... You know, when you hear about it, like little bickering behind the backs and I hear it all the time from different schools and I just feel like... So if, if me and you were working together in a school and, you know, for example, I wasn't pulling my weight or whatever, I would much prefer you to come into me and be like, right, listen, you know, I think you're a really good teacher, you're a really good guy, but I do think that you need to do this, this and this. I could see my backside. Oh, you'd rather me do that? But then... <laughs> <laughs> Right, then, pull up a chair, Adam. But then, um, but then at least it's just honest and it's face to face. So the only advice I'd have is maybe just try and have a little bit of a sit down and say, like, can I be honest? Can I? Can I just tell you like my issue, and then we can discuss it and just just talk it out. Because the more you bickering, you know, sending all backstabbing, we, yeah, and, and then it gets it gets really bitchy and it's, it doesn't do anyone any favors. And no. you know when it'll come out, works do. Yeah, yeah. It'll be works do towards the end of the year, and then you'll just be like. You know, that, that teacher might be like, oh, we've had a good year, haven't we? Do you want a drink? Oh, so you're finally doing something. It's like, ooh, <laughs> hey, hey, enough of that, Sharon. <laughs> uh, right, okay. By the way, I do want to say, I do apologise <laughs> to any Sharons out there. Like, There's no issue. Like. Well, I work with a Sharon, and she's brilliant, so she was laughing about it. Don't worry. Sharon. And therefore, <laughs> Sharon um, speaks for every Sharon that's ever existed right, right. Uh, short but sweet yesterday oh accidental innuendo <gasps> yesterday I was marking year two extended writing and one child had been leaving extra big spaces between words it was the last day of term and like everyone in education these days I was mega tired while marking my comment for his next step was one finger is enough <laughs> Panicking, I might get sacked by the next book scrutiny. I don't like you using two. <laughs> <laughs> One finger is enough. <laughs> right, and we'll finish with funniest rumour from school. Okay. Here we go. Right, so uh, I absolutely love the podcast. It has made my 2020 that much brighter. So... Uh, apologies, we're only getting round to this three years on. Well, I was going to uh, say that it doesn't. Wouldn't this have was taken, at the end of 2020. It wouldn't have taken a lot to make 2020 <laughs> brighter, would it? <laughs> to be fair, the bar was low. Yeah. This if is... we were going to make any year brighter, <laughs> I wouldn't have chosen 2020. Um, this is fairly long, but hopefully worth the read. Oh, I hope so. Take it back to my A level RE lessons. We had a fab teacher who everyone loved. Just a note, he was an assistant head of, at the school and would often talk about his wife and children to us. One day, he asked the class, if someone is a practicing Christian and they fall in love with someone else, should they leave their wife and get divorced? Sort of linked in with our unit, so we replied quoting Christians through history and Bible quotes. A few weeks later, he was no longer wearing his wedding ring. We clicked that he'd been basically asking us for advice for his relationship. <laughs> How desperate is a man to be asking A-level RE students <laughs> about whether he should leave his wife? I bet when he's on the dating scene, he brings in two shirts. Which, which one do you like, guys? Which one? 
<laughs> not even that. He could be at a speed dating and just have half his class behind. Guys, what do you think? <laughs> what are you saying? Are we thumbs up or thumbs down on this one? Thumbs down? Okay, moving on. Okay, children. Today's presentation, we've got my Tinder profile. And we're all going to just start yeah. swiping right or left. Who's going to design my bio? Yeah. Uh, make sure yeah. you punctuate correctly. I want to come across smart. So I took this picture of my... No, I won't go there. <laughs> um, right, so, uh, yeah. ask. It was basically asking our advice for his relationship. But... It gets better. Oh, baby. The rumours then started when he spotted was spotted with the something teacher in Waitrose. Right, so which subject are you going? English. No. Uh, science. No. Oh, I thought science be... and RE? No. Oh, I thought it was going to be chemistry. <laughs> uh, let's go for, not maths. No. So is it something... Wasn't Something a great connected addition. to Dari. Oh, uh... <laughs> right. Minus math. The math teacher left him with the remainder. <laughs> right. Uh, let me think. Uh, uh, philosophy. No. Uh, business studies. <laughs> no. In Waitrose, cooking. Oh, it's got nothing to do with Waitrose. Uh, We're just in history. Waitrose. No. Geography. No. no. Oh, PE. No. Uh. How have you not got it? Uh, oh. Oh, you nearly said it then. Uh, who did? You, you went, uh, oh. Art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't Mr. Waddlewick, was it? <laughs> that was our art teacher. Uh, he was Welsh. He was Welsh. Um, he was oh, some great art from Draco Merti. Pablo. <laughs> Salvador <Castle>. Dali. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so um, it came to the end of the year. Uh, sorry, a few weeks later, he's no longer wearing his. The rumors then started, and he was spotted with the art teacher in Waitrose. Yeah. A fresh canvas. <laughs> Turning over. Um, he had been asking our advice as to whether he, to leave his wife for the art teacher. This is an art attack. This is an art attack. This is a big art attack. <laughs> One kid in the class. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, it came to the end of the year and the art teacher left, but he stayed. We'd all assumed that he'd asked our advice and that they were now together. What's even better is this year, this year six years later, they were spotted together holding hands during doing their Christmas shopping. Oh. I guess, well, in fact, at 2020, they're breaking the bloody rules. <laughs> Socially distant. <laughs> How close were they? Yeah, I guess we will never know if he really did ask for our advice, but we know for sure that they are together. Coincidence? I think not. That was good. That was <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> I mean, not so much of a rumour is just a fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just can't get my head around that. Happened. You'd, you'd ask. You, the only thing I think that I would ask, like, say, year six, is just like, you know, end of the day, you're all going, oh, you know, I'm going football training tonight, so, oh, good, good luck. I might just go, well, what, what should I have for tea? Lasagna or pasta and meatballs? And then they'd all be like, lasagna and pasta and meatballs. And then you'd be like, yeah. I wouldn't be there going, listen, guys, um, you know, imagine, imagine someone's <laughs> having trouble in the bedroom. <laughs> How would you, uh, bottle of prime? <laughs> bottle of prime works, does it? <laughs> Do you know what? 
Talking about Prime, I was driving back from Newport last week, Friday, mm. and I stopped off at a garage uh, at one of the uh, services. And I went into the toilet and then I grabbed myself a drink. And at the um, sort of till was loads of bottles of Prime. Right. Loads of bottles of Prime. So straight away I'm like, Oh, right, and it was two ninety nine for a bottle, which is ridiculous. And anyway. why are your, ki- are your kids mad? Oh, that? well, yeah, they get. So I thought, right, three bottles of prime, please. Maximum I'd, two. Maximum two. Yeah, maximum. But the two. guy was such. Do you know Face Jacker? Where it used to that. Uh, how old, please? Yeah. Thank yeah. you, please. I was like, can I have three bottles of prime? He's like, you can only buy two. I was like. But I've got three kids, mate. If I take two bottles home, you, you're basically going to cause an absolute riot. He went, I'm sorry, store policy. We can only sell you two. So I was like, are you sure? What if I buy two and then buy another one, like on a separate transaction? Sorry, we cannot do that. <laughs> it is not right. You have to buy it. So I was like, oh, right, I'll have a red and a blue. So he scans my other drink and a packet of crisps or whatever. Then he scans red and a bloody green. And I went, I wanted blue. Oh, silly me. We're going to have to avoid that transaction. <laughs> oh, into oh the my word. I you was so annoyed. How you doing, RCT? You all right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Abdul, come closer. <laughs> Honest to God. Have so you seen? Funny. So this wakey wine's rubbish. Yeah. You know, absolute, absolute fool. It's, it, and it's ridiculous. But then he's been banned from TikTok. This guy who's been selling Prime for astronomical fees. But the, my favourite video I've seen was where those two, <laughs> yes, those two yeah. young lads, he's doing his whole spiel like, how you doing? Yeah, like, where'd you come from? And they're like, you know, Nottingham. And he's like, what brought you here today to Wakey Wines? And he's like, uh, Prime. And he goes, and what's the best shopping working? And they go, Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> and he walks up and he storms up. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. Another thing that I've learned recently as well, last thing before we finish, apparently using the cry laughing emoji makes you really old. Really? Yeah. I'm a like, fossil then. I use yeah. loads. It's, it's what old people use, cry laughing emoji. Well, I've tried to mix it up recently because you've got the cry laughing emoji just like with the tears. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing any... the face now. But I do that one now. <laughs> do you know the other side one <laughs> do you know what the, the young cool kids use uh go on the skeleton face for oh like oh I'm dead dead yeah 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 so because I was getting some skeleton faces on a couple of videos and I was like Jesus my ex is not that bad is it <laughs> yeah do you think I'm that old I'm a fossil <laughs> but it's actually they're laughing a lot they're that, laughing that much they're dead <laughs> So we hope you've all um, been dead <laughs> from listening to this yeah. episode. Hope you're all dead from listening to this episode, guys. So don't forget to like and subscribe. Yeah. And uh, if you are feeling a little bit tired, you go to wake it. You're right. So yeah, as always, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. As always, please head over to the website. You can get your tickets for live show. You can uh, share your stories there as well. Head over to the Facebook group. Follow us on the socials. And of course, if you've not yet left a review on Apple Podcasts, please do that. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast as well. Because there's a few people who listen to the episodes but don't actually subscribe. And that really does help. So, um, yeah, until next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Take care.
to pick 